That's good because we've got the uh, theme tune coming in now. We have to start with something, and you went for explosions and gunshots, yeah, Westwood exactly. style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's it's, Westwood's cancelled, isn't he? Oh, he's been cancelled about ten times, but always <laughs> yeah, manages right. to slink somehow. Back in. Does a little Snapchat of his credit card. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite one he did. Was that when was he posted his entire so credit card details. Yeah. Because that was still an insane message. Because it was meant to be like to just like a random girl, right? That book a hotel, babe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just big T. <laughs> We've spoken about Westwood on the podcast before. I can't know if we have. I feel like we might have, but he's the sort of topic we would. <laughs> if you're from America and you don't know who Westwood is, Tim Westwood is a, one of the, I'd say, first people to bring rap and hip hop to like BBC radio, kind of mainstream radio. He's really well respected in by some... Well, it's hard to tell if he's actually respected, but he played all these people like he played Jay Z first on the radio in the UK, right? Like, yeah, and he and, and he's basically uh, now in his sixties, and he's just like some tall, skinny white guy who's like, yeah, dad is a priest, yeah, he's but a, he's, he's a high, speaks, he's like a reverend or something like that. But he speaks as if he is from the Bronx, and he talks like this, Westwood, which yeah. is. It's, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. There's some pretty good... Uh, I've just realized my notes I thought were on here are maybe on my laptop. So hold on. So I'm just going to go grab that. Entertain the listeners. Welcome to Bacon Bad. Welcome to Bacon Bad. I hope you guys had a lovely Xmas and New Year. Um, in this one, we'll be covering the Xmas special and the New Year special. I think we're going to talk more about the New Year's special because it was yeah. a, a bit more exciting. But I've got some some bits about the uh, Christmas special as well, which... I, I properly watched the New Year one. Yeah. And then, I'll be honest with you, when I saw who the contestants were for the Christmas one, it wasn't I great. immediately turned off. B list, if that's yeah. C, maybe. Such a weird and no Noel as well. I was and like Tom Noel. Allen, Tom Allen, and Matt Lucas. It was. They didn't feel as much like Bake Off. It felt no. like a Christmas kind of thing. It was quite Christmassy, but I feel like the New Year's one felt like a Bake Off episode, and it felt more competitive. Like they, I think all the bakers there were pretty decent. Yep, I'd agree with that. Um, whereas the level in the Christmas one wasn't as high. You had Jamie in there who is still terrible. He was terrible when he was yeah. on for one week and they brought him back. <laughs> and he is funny and he is 
a likable guy because he just that knows young, his shit. Yeah. Young, handsome man. Yeah. He just knows he's bad and finds it funny that he's there. Like, that is his vibe. Um, and when, when they sort of caught up with Paul, he was like, have you been baking a lot since the show? And he's like, uh, I did a bake <laughs> sale. I made some cupcakes, 50p each, sold out. <laughs> it's like, people just bought your cupcakes because you're a fit young man. Yeah, and they're 50p and it's a bake sale. Like, the the amount of shite I've bought at a bake sale. Oh, 100%. Either just like, shit powdery cakes or just the, the little box packet that they've just made at home. Yeah. Aunt, Aunt, Be- Aunt Jemima and all, like, just... Yeah shit fairy cakes fairy cakes oh absolutely but you do it because it's community yeah yeah a good cause good cause cancer yeah uncle tom no (laughs) captain Captain tom Tom. (laughs) i was talking about (laughs) captain tom did you see at new year they did the captain tom in drone lights yeah, I did see that with, with the Zimmer What the actual frame. fuck is that? <laughs> For the, the listeners that don't know, Captain Tom, basically in the UK, every so often, we as a nation just get behind something in a way that if you dare question it, yeah, you 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 are just an asshole. And for years, it's been the poppy can't. And basically, Captain Tom is an extension of the poppy, I would say. Yeah, he's, a, he is, yeah. he's the personification of the poppy. Yeah, and I 100% agree, which is, on its in a vacuum, absolutely lovely and a great thing. Yeah. But basically racists Captain, he, love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they love it a lot. And what Captain Tom did was he walked a lot he walked they'd lapse around his garden which was and just like 100 uh, years old and it's like a small garden you know it's like a small household garden and he walked laps around that for charity basically yeah so and- he was just an invalid getting out exercise and we all lost our fucking minds. <laughs> <laughs> and now he was in lights <laughs> from drones it was insane anyway yeah that is that's the uk for you and the, the, the firework didn't the fireworks were also a secret that's right yeah it's like just don't London. do them this year maybe yeah. don't bother maybe give the firework money to captain tom's fund. or just give it to yeah give it to the homeless or you know jesus anyway <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how we got on that. Oh, because of charity bakes, and I was just thinking of yeah things to get behind. I think people do charity bakes for you know. Also, but yeah, we should we should address that Sean isn't here. Yeah. Um, should we say why Sean isn't here? Yeah, I reckon he's got the bloody he's got, disease. He's got the vid. He's all right though. We've obviously yeah, checked fine. on him, uh, yeah, and I think he's. He's coming out the other side now, but he's, yeah, he's just a yeah, bit. He's got, he actually boring. said he. He d- he just doesn't have his apparatus to, uh, but he would have been sort of well enough to sort of mumble. Yes, along he would have been. Yeah, he's not so bad. He can't be part of it. Yeah, he's not bedridden or anything like that. Thankfully, he's just poor. Uh, he's just uh, technically 
unable to join us. But he did say he's going to send us a little voice note. Um, in fact, shall I pause here and we'll put in Sean's voice note? He's going to give you a summary of everything. Yeah. And then you can take with that what you will. I did ask him to see if he could find the Japanese garden in Slough. He said he was going to have a look. So, nice. Um, yeah, that's good for him as well. Get yeah. him out of the house. Uh, exactly. You know, strengthen up those old wind bags in his chest. Yeah. Some call them lungs. Some call them lungs. Um, so yeah, I'll pop Sean in right about now. All right, Ross and Harry. Uh, as you both know, I'm currently staying in Slough for Christmas. So I've made it my mission to find the Japanese garden that Ermine mentioned. Um, one listener said it was in the Stoke Poges Memorial Garden, so that's where I'm off to today. Uh, according to my phone, it's a 35 minute walk and it's also two degrees outside, so it should be very chilly. But I've got a good feeling, we're going to find it today. We're going to get there. I think I'm about two minutes away currently. Uh, anyone who wants to follow along on Google Street View, uh, I've just turned left on the mini roundabout on Northern Road and currently going down uh, Stoke Poges Lane. I'm uh, pretty sure this is it's ahead of me. Uh, I can see a big, looks like a posh house in the distance with a really regal gate, but I think that's it. We're very nearby. Right, that wasn't it. Uh, I think it's just that was just a house. Uh, According to my phone, it should be behind that gate, but I can't get into it. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna keep on walking down Church Road and see where I can find an entrance that way. But it's very, very nearby. Right, I'm currently down Church Lane. I've been walking for about 10 minutes. Um, I don't know where it's coming clear on the, uh, on the, on the microphone on my phone, but, um, there currently isn't a path going down this street, so I'm having to wedge myself halfway in between the hedge and the road. And I bloody hope a van doesn't come whizzing past. <laughs> but I think we're very close, very close. Right, I'm here. I'm here, this is it, I can see it. Big sign that says Soak Poges Memorial Garden in. Oh, oh, guys, it's better we go off the track. Right, how do we get in? Right, so what I'm looking at, there's a big, there's a big pond out the front. It doesn't look very Japanese. And then there's a house behind it. What is, oh my God. Do it. <laughs> They've locked it. They've locked it, I can't get in. Um, oh fuck. Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? Right. I'm here. I've locked it. Do you hear that? Look. <laughs> They've locked it. I can't get in. I can't get in. Why can't I get in? Oh, for fuck's sake. Hey, Ross and Harry. I'm currently sat on a bench outside the Memorial Garden. A bit of bad news. Uh, it turns out the gardens are closed uh, due to COVID, which was, uh, I think, a really vital 
piece of information they decided to keep off their website uh, and walking for 45 minutes uh, so I think I'm just going to get a taxi back and say that this investigation is inconclusive uh, hope, hope you both have a good Christmas and an even better new year uh, bye <laughs> ah Sean classic Sean all right, so should I just give a quick roundup of the Christmas one? Yeah, right. tell us what happened, because I, I watched it. I did watch it all, but I watched it with the sound off. <laughs> Mate, because I think all you needed to do was the, sh- the showstoppers at the end were like really the main good bit. It was Rosie, uh, who, was... the vet Rosie, who... Oh, yes. Middling contestant, never won a star baker, uh... And then we had Jamie, who was first out his his year, which was not last year, the year before. Uh, Ru- yeah. And then Ruby. I remember Ruby. And Ruby imagine. was the year before that with Rahul, Kim, Joy. Yeah. Um, uh, Bryony, which was a, a great year. So a couple of B-listers, a couple of C-listers. Um. And who was, there, who was the other guy? There was another guy, wasn't there? And James, yeah, who's from a few, like, kind of, I feel like Mel and Sue era, perhaps. I thought that was interesting, but I guess it's because it's the same production company. Same but yeah, production. New and I year think one. They try and, I think they try and have someone from pre-Channel 4 just to kind of link. So it's not, a, doesn't feel like it's, Everything's erased before yeah. that. The Berlin Wall of the Iron Curtain. Yeah, <laughs> that is the BBC. Um, so, yeah, so walk me through it. What happened? What did I miss? So they made panettones for first course. Nice. Uh, Jamie was terrible. Rosie and Ruby were pretty good. James kind of fucked it. And then the technical was a microwave christmas pudding so they had to make a Ooh. christmas pudding in the microwave and they actually all did pretty well here um i think i quite like that as a concept microwave yeah. week would be good yeah pretty tough but yeah they, they all look good i think rosie won that jamie came last of course and then the showstopper was a christmas dinner illusion oh so that that was pretty good, and Jamie, well, absolutely insane, was like, well, I'm going to do something different, so turkey for Christmas, but what about KF Kentucky Fried Turkey? <laughs> and he made like a bargain bucket out of cake. <laughs> with but it just like the chicken pieces were just like slices of cake covered in breadcrumbs <laughs> it was so and they were just so baffled by his choice to do it <laughs> and then james made like a christmas ham dinner and it looked really good and i think he sort of put himself in the running ruby made the spaghetti from elf where he puts like sprinkles oh, on spaghetti yeah. and it was fine, but seemed a bit lazy. Like it was like a cake with s- spaghetti on it. And then Rosie made a turkey dinner classic 
Uh, it looked amazing. She got a handshake from Paul. Um, and then she won Star Baker. So it was a rosy win quite comfortably. She uh, got a handshake. Alexandra Burke sung us out with Silent Night. Yeah, I saw uh, that. For the, I wonder if they all show that. and They must do. Did Alexandra Burke break America? As much as anyone from it. I mean, did she break the UK? Arguably not, but... um, I I would say she she probably had a hit or two in America, but... Yeah, she's an X-Factor. Yeah. From Wood Green, North London. That's all I remember. Lovely voice, anyway. Lovely voice. I lived in Wood Green at the time she won X-Factor, and it was like a big deal in Wood Green. People were just been like, local. She's our girl. Yeah. So that was the Christmas one, and they showed that on Christmas Eve in the UK. Yeah. And then, then there was the New Year Bake Off, which they showed. New Year, Happy New Year to everyone listening to this. Um. Happy it New started Lockdown. Yeah, uh, welcome. <laughs> new Year, New Lockdown. And uh, certainly here in the UK, if you're listening to this from elsewhere, we are locked down again completely. Bit of fun. Um, Start off with the banter of the new year. They've alluded to the fact that Prue was pole dancing last night. She was passed yeah. out. Yeah. She you knows an 80-year-old woman, but... A bit of fun. They're about to have a libido, aren't they? But um, Noel's yeah. back. Noel's back, thankfully. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Tom Arnett, Tom, um, what's his name? Tom. Tom Allen. Tom Allen. I I do enjoy Tom Allen. So no, I didn't. What was the the intent vibe? I didn't much like it, even though I do like him, and I think he does. He presents the professionals with Liam, and they're really good ah, together. I didn't know that. And he does extra slice as well. Um, doesn't and he, he does extra like slice. I would have probably Liam. preferred Liam on there. Liam is really good. He does the junior bake off as well. Harry See, Hill does junior bake right. off. Yeah. Harry Hill presents junior bake off, and it's Prue and Liam are the judges. Ah. Yeah. That's a bit of fun. So, who have we got in the New Year bake off? We've got. Raul. The icon. The icon. Now, we he, we open on Raul drinking a glass of milk. Yeah. Um, At some point during the episode, they, they say, oh, should we all have a gin and tonic? Uh, and then Raul's like, oh, I'll have, I'll not have one. And then Noel makes a joke about, like, what would your gin and tonic be? He'd be like, oh, it would be a glass and then some milk in it. <laughs> now, it's a shame that Sean isn't on the episode today because... I would go to town on because he's the only other adult human yeah. that I know that dr- regularly drinks milk. Yeah. He's very much our Rahul. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they so, even sort of look similar, you know? Yeah, just like a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did say to me the other day, they watched the video for the first time and they were like, Harry and you, well, they knew who I was. They were like, Harry looks like I expected him, but Sean didn't look like I expected him to, which I'd love to know what they did expect him yeah. to look like. But, um, if you, this is 
this is a long shot, right? But if you've if you're uh, listening to the podcast now and you've never seen the video, you don't know what Sean looks like. What I'd love you to do is draw a picture. <laughs> take a take a picture of it on your phone and then send it to me or Ross at Harry Monaghan at Ross Drummond. Because I'd like to know what you listeners think Sean looks like. Yeah, I would like that as well. And then we'll and then it, it, the any submissions we get, we'll put on a gallery at the end of a video episode. That would be truly brilliant. And if you want to draw pictures of us, fan art, you know, yeah. or you just draw, draw me with a big old cock on my face because that's funny as well. Yeah, I'm a dickhead, banter. you know. Bit of banter, more than happy to do it. So Raul's here, 2018. Then, and then he said. Um, He's like, he, he basically was like, he, he used the turn of phrase. He said, I think they're all talking about why they're excited to be back in the tent and stuff. But Raul said, that's why I am here. Like he decided to be there that I enjoyed as well. I don't think it was yeah. just maybe, a, you know, he misspoke. But a part of me says, loves the idea that Raul was just like, no, I'm coming. Cause, and he wasn't invited. <laughs> you know, just showed up. Yeah, you can't turn him away. No. And then we had Henry. Yeah. He was from last year, right? I remember him. He's kind of like the beta version of this year's winner. Yeah, and I think he's a lot better for it. Worse baker. Yeah. But more sort of affable. Yeah. Less like he like he's watched them, but he's not, you know, studied them frame by frame. Yeah, he doesn't have Paul's home address uh in his Philo facts. <laughs> Shout out to Philo Facts. This and it's Philo Facts, yeah. Oh, Philo Pastry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so a bit of pastry. Pastry and um, archaic methods of organizing jokes. That's uh, me. <laughs> that's Harry. That's, that's somebody who's not done a stand-up gig in 12 months. <laughs> Do you guys remember Philo Facts? <laughs> I used to have a file of facts, you know. Did you? Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, 2006. That. How old were you? Uh, how old was I? 18. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, I went to university in London, the big old smoke, and I brought with me a file of facts. No iPhones, no such thing. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, 2006. What phone would you have had then? I had a Sony Ericsson. Mm. Um, it was very thin black camera with orange uh yeah but just you know it had a it was a camera but you didn't use the camera phone back then yeah or if you you know not for quality stuff no 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 um for like pictures of your mate passed out yeah not that click um and i did it have me and i didn't have it didn't have music on obviously it was it was for texting yeah you know that was polyphonic I think yeah no I think it would have yeah you would have had normal normal yeah, if it's got it. a camera you would have yeah yeah but WAP not uh <laughs> and and when I say WAP I don't mean what the modern terminology is WAP was a wireless access protocol which is a form of wet ass protocols <laughs> form of internet for the fin and anyway <clears throat> so I did have a file of facts I used to I used to use a file nice it's a good time so speaking of somebody that definitely uses a file of facts then we had nancy um now oh, she was yeah. a winner i had to look up nancy when she won because i didn't remember but she was the winner the year of 
Bingate. Yes. Great year. Yeah. So, and that's BBC era as well. So I thought that was interesting because, you know. That was BBC era, but that was like late BBC era where it was the biggest show on TV. I feel like the first four or five, it was kind of under the radar. Yeah. And Bingate was like national news. Yeah. Like, and there's, in fact, if you look on that series Wikipedia page, there's like articles about, and they've got like, oh yeah, so-and-so had to, like went on the radio and they, because they were basically blamed the edit. They're like, he was going to leave that week anyway, but they made it look like she sabotaged his. And the thing is though, they're obviously, because she got a lot of hate for that. Yeah. But. She did. She did take his baked Alaska out of the freezer. And then at one point, she was like, "Well, the freezers weren't good enough anyway. Their design, like, like yeah, that's the thing. There were a lot, there were a lot of mitigating factors. There weren't enough freezers, so his freezer was broken, right? That's right. So they obviously said, "Just use someone else's." He put his in hers. She, without saying anything, took his out. That's poor form. That's bad. Really, like that yeah. is, but obviously the hate was disproportional. But they try and make it like, oh no, it was a, it was a misunderstanding. But it's like, no, she was a total bitch there. But pressure the tent. Yeah, she doesn't deserve still, to be doxxed. He, he was still, <laughs> he was still gonna flop it, but it wasn't helped by. Yeah, and he had a temper tantrum and threw it in the bin because he knew he was going anyway. Because now what you would do is you would say this happened. Yeah. Right. Take that into account. I was sabotaged. Don't say sabotage. You say it. In a, um, and then they'll taste it. If you've made something good, they'll be like, oh, the flavor's good. If this was set, if it this would was be good. Cooked, you'd be all right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was on that year. She just, she just sailed past that. Yeah, she's quite mouthy. I found. Yeah, I quite I liked her. I I think give her a bit back to Paul every time. Oh, she was giving him more more than back. She was giving (laughs) it to him. (laughs) And the thing with Paul is, he actually doesn't have good banter. Like, if you go at him, he he thrives on sort of intimidation. Yes, he doesn't actually eyes and knowledge. Sure. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But. He's, yeah. So I enjoyed her having a go at him, and he didn't really have much to say back to her. No. Nope. Hold on a sec. Pamela is just ripping up some Christmas paper she's found. Sorry, it's all finished now, anyway. But Pamela, sorry about that. Just a bit of Christmas paper she found. She's having Christmas, a bit of a play. Christmas special, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, so... Who else did we have? And then we had Elena. Yes. Goth. Goth. Who, I feel like... I would say it was, was like a step below in quality of bakes than the rest, but a good character yes. nonetheless. Yeah, totally. What I would say about Elena, and I do like Elena a lot, is that she had one gimmick. Yeah. Boy, did she stretch it over this episode. Yeah, she really... She really like, all right, this is what I'm going to be known for. Yeah. I'm 
you know, the Queen of Camden. I Cyberpunk, heard of it. Yeah. And she went for it. And yeah, I don't blame her because she's memorable as a Bake Off, past Bake Off contestant who went out yeah. like mid series, didn't do particularly yeah. well. But she's memorable when she gets asked back. Another project manager as well. Both specials had project managers in it. So shout out to the project managers that also like to bake. Um, so yeah. And she was 2019, same year as Henry. So they're two 2019s, 2018. And then I think uh, Nancy was 2015, maybe 2014, 2015. So we, we start off with a signature challenge. Mm. Uh, fruit crumble for New Year's Day feast. With ice cream. Yeah, and they had to make ice cream from scratch. I like a fruit crumble. What are your thoughts on that, Harry? Yeah, I love a fruit crumble. It's something that can't go... Even if it goes wrong, it hasn't gone that wrong. Because you you know it's still going to be nice because it's just crumble and fruit. Right. So, who do we have first? Henry? Yeah, what did Henry go for? A ginger-themed crumble, because he was like, Paul Hollywood loves yeah. ginger. There was a couple of gingers in there, wasn't there? Yeah, there was, because I think they all went like, oh, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, he made his fruit crumble. The one that really... Look, Nancy, a lot of respect from the tent, but when all of those crumbles, I was like, delicious, peach apple blackberry was she caribbean she made like a pineapple what is it with old people being obsessed with (laughs) coconut and banana yeah look i like pineapple i like banana but get it out my crumble (laughs) the irony is a whole generation of people that make caribbean crumbles right also voted brexit The people that make the Caribbean crumble also wave off the Windrush generation. (laughs) We've got your pina colada recipe now. Get out. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, she did that. And it didn't look very... And she she forgot to set up her timer, didn't she? Yeah, but she seemed pretty relaxed about that. Yeah, she's gone by eye. She's, you know... She knows what she's doing. Uh, so we had her, uh, we had, um, Raul who did, uh, spiced apple rhubarb and plum crumble. Mm, that sounds delicious to me. Yeah, it did good. And then, uh, I, I, yeah. So like the, the notes I got, so for Henry, um, he was having a, what I wrote was Henry's honeycomb hell. Oh, he was yeah. having some issues with the honeycomb but then Raul just came over and was like oh it'll be fine it looks like that but then when you cut into it it'll be like yeah. now we didn't actually ever get to see the honeycomb no so. and I saw him eating it later and it looked muchos muchos chewy <laughs> um, and then there, so yeah so with Henry the flavours you know it's very classic looking ice cream is delicious yeah yeah so Raul now his was based on an apple tree in Loughborough yeah, and um, I feel like this is Slough uh, Japanese Gardens Mark II. <laughs> Do we have any Loughborough listeners in? Loughborough listeners, 
with apple trees in their gardens <laughs> or orchards nearby. I just also don't think Loughborough, it happens. No, also Loughborough is the one that I, Americans always pronounce Luga Baruga. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's how it looks. Um, L-O-U-G-H, B-O-R-O-U-G-H, Luga Baruga. Um, yeah, so his was spiced apple, rhubarb, and plum crumble, praline in there. Um, they said it was very busy on the top, to which he responded, well, you know me. Yeah. And it did, as soon as we saw it, I was like, oh, I remember these were whole cakes. They all do look good, but also a bit mental. Yeah, totally. Which, you know, just kind of sums him up as a... The, the banter they had before um, Rolls was said, I've always really said, I'm not posh at all. And then, and then something about, Noel was doing a bit about he was a chimney sweep yeah, from another era. And he was like, but you don't really need chimneys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't understand. And, and he said, but you did in Victorian times. And he said, I'm 700 years old. And he just looked at him like, I don't understand you. <laughs> but we did also yeah. get, uh, I don't know if this is at this point in the episode, but we did get an insight into the relationship of Noel yeah. and Rahul. Rahul actually made Noel's daughter's first birthday cake and brought it on a train. Now, now, again, this goes, I circle back to my earlier point. Did he ask for that cake or did he get that cake? <laughs> I would say, I would say he, Noel maybe mentioned it Right. And said, I'll pay for someone to come and get it, a courier. Yeah. And he went, no, 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 no I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. I'd say, Where no, do you live? I'd say no asked for the cake and I imagine paid him a decent amount for it. Yeah. Uh, but I would say Rahul per hand delivering it would have been his idea. Oh, yeah. In two pieces and then assembled it at Noel's house. He's like, no, no, it's fine. I'll just take it assembled. No, no, I'll come into your house but the, and make it. But look, it probably turned out way better than what you would have got if you sent totally. it across. Totally. But yeah, that was, that was funny. And then obviously, Roll messed up. He put a bit of cinnamon bark. He left it in the cake and yes. then Paul Hollywood pulled it out of his mouth. And he was mortified. Mortified. Rahul was not Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood didn't seem to really care. No, I don't shit. <laughs> Uh, and then we had Elena with her rest in peace crumble. Rest in she liked... pieces. It oh, was. rest in pieces crumble. Yes, yeah. with ice cream. Yeah. The ice cream did sound nice, though. It was salt salted butter. butter. Salted and butter. Pecan ice cream. Ice and pecan ice cream. Pecan. Yeah. That does sound good. She said, I love gravestones. Um, and also she, she was like, oh, I'm going to put more crumble. Because one of their criticisms, they're like, oh, it's too much crumble. Mm. And she was like, well, who wants fruit with a hangover? <laughs> yeah. It's actually quite. Yeah, because when she was, they showed, because she even said, oh, I've put a lot of crumble on this because it's for a hangover. And I could tell even when they were showing that bit, I was like, yeah, they're not going to like that. They're not going to like that. No. Anytime anybody tries to like be like, oh, I like it this way. It's like, well, no, they've asked you to make it, you know. Yeah, make it objectively good. Yeah. You know, 
And just because you want to eat it when you're, oh, when I've got a hangover, yeah, but cold Domino's is good when you've got a hangover if you serve that up. Yeah, delicious. That'll be what, what's his name from the New Year's when he's like, oh, I've done a cold Domino's crumble (laughs) in a box. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they said there was too much sugar and it tasted too much like sugar. Mm. Needed a more solid bake. And again, yeah, like I said, maybe too much crumble. Um, and then yeah, we saw Nancy's um, Windrush Generation Crumble. Uh, they think it's delicious. Ice cream was particularly delicious. So they said a little too crumble, a little too sandy. To which she replied, "Was again very yeah. sassy, just like, oh well, it's supposed to be Caribbean sand." Because <laughs> that's what they, <laughs> they thought, you know, it's like their crumble. This crumble tastes just like gritty sand, chewing, chewing glass. Taste of Jamaica. <laughs> if I close my eyes, it's like I'm being buried alive. Um, and then they had before they went to technical challenge. They obviously have a little cutaway bit. Um, this is what Nancy said to the technical challenge. She went, "If you know it, you're halfway there. Yeah. If you don't know it." You're feeling your way. But she said that like it was a known turn of phrase or like a known piece of wisdom, but sounded more like when foot when football commentators, you know, say like, you know, 50% of the time they always get it right. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, you know and it, I, I also felt like she was saying that with a kind of subtext of I know quite a lot of cakes. I know yeah. baking. I'm knowledgeable. Yeah. But then it turned out it was one of, I'd say, one of the foods of millennials, which is a bao yeah, bun. a bao bun. Uh, and she didn't know. She didn't know what it was. Whereas I'd, I was quite shocked at that because to me it's quite a standard thing that maybe yeah. you haven't made it, but you know what it is. Exactly. But she didn't. So she was feeling her way. And have a bow bun. Um, yeah, so they had to make six bow buns, street food snack with uh, fragrant shredded duck. Mm. I love a bow bun. So do I. Bow, so nice. the restaurant bow, is my favorite restaurant. Is it? 100%. Delicious. Cocktails, brilliant. Food, amazing. The way you order... You go in, they give you a piece of paper and you write down what you want. With a they pencil. take it away. Yeah, with a pencil. And then they bring it out. Love it. The merch, good. The design, the artwork, everything about the restaurant's great. There's always a queue uh, though, isn't there? Or there was well, you can, There's one you can book at. You can book a one. There's two now, actually. There's one in King's Cross. So, And they do a bow at home, um, which I've got for my birthday. Anyway, love bow. Shout out to bow. In fact, I've got my Bao Bun t-shirt on underneath here today. Um, Nancy called them Bao Buns. So that's how you know right away, you know, big trouble in little Nancy. And, um, <laughs> and then everyone else is roasting the duck. And she just went, they walk it, wouldn't they? <laughs> they walked an entire fucking duck. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Um, one of them pre-shredded it, which I thought was quite weird. Yeah, that is weird. Shredding, Shredding raw meat. Yeah, 
Um, what else have I written here? So the other thing they did a Madonna reference. Matt Lucas did it with the Madonna cone oh, boobs. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I would use that as the main reference point of Madonna anymore. I don't know if there's a the the Bake Off. You know, a viewer of Bake Off now of a certain age. You know, certainly our age. That was something we've learned. That isn't a you know yeah, a reference to Madonna. Think. What is when you when someone says Madonna? What do you think of? Yeah, probably like the music era, you know, music, music, people, da, da, da. like that era with Ali G in the video. That and, is what comes to my the head. Kiss the kiss with Britney. Kiss with Britney. Her in the back of the limo with Ali G is like to me Madonna, cowboy yeah. hat. Yeah, those tunes. But the 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 cone boob was from the eighties, I think. It was MTV Music Awards, maybe nineties, early nineties. But you know, so I just thought, I think that's interesting that they uh, that's Matt Lucas as a reference. Era, this, is, isn't this is Wheelhouse, it? yeah. And then when he did that, Raul just went, "Oh, you shouldn't see those things." Let <laughs> <laughs> me laugh. Um, I think Raul also tapped his duck when it was in the oven. I think he went, I think it's crispy. Can you hear it? And then whacked it with a spoon. <laughs> he was just, throughout this, he was just so funny. Oh, so good. Just just a nutter. Um, and then, so yeah, so they all did all right, bar Nancy, who, you know, bow bun is not going to... They all, so yeah, Elena's bit small nice neat smooth pretty good uh raul too much garnish classic raul bit you know a bit mad looking buns look nice beautifully light henry so henry flopped because he cut his rather than folding them which again is weird um but it tastes good slightly underdone nancy served what i would call pita bread yeah uncooked pita bread uncooked pita <laughs> Uh, Paul Hollywood said so they looked like pancakes. Yeah, but they looked. Uh, yeah, she flopped it. Uh, no rise, not enough proven time. So she came last. Henry came third. Elena second. Then Raúl came first. And I think Elena even said she's like, "I did good, but there's no stopping Raúl." Oh no, he's a freight train. He is, yeah. And I think it actually is. It was in this showstopper piece where. Um, uh noel said to matt lucas is like it's time to get aboard the rule train because it was in this showstopper where raul dropped a bombshell that he likes cubes of butter Mm -hmm. more than cubes of chocolate yeah raw raw dog in the butter (laughs) getting his face right in the lower pack and he then proceeded to take a slice of butter, swallow it, didn't seem to chew it. Yeah. And he went, the way it goes down your throat, it's amazing. Yeah. This is where we need Sean's input. <laughs> so Again, truly our Raul. Because he ate butter accidentally. But we, what we didn't do is find out if it's something he has done since on purpose. And also, I would say is he ate butter accidentally, but it, he didn't. He's 
he thought it was cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it means he, he didn't was take enjoying one it. bite. Yeah, he didn't take one bite and go, "Oh, not for me, this cheese." This is obviously butter. This <laughs> is very clearly. Maybe he had coronavirus then and lost his then, taste. Oh, <laughs> We'll have to ask him on the next episode. Um, so, yeah, they had to make their 21st birthday cakes because it was 2021. Yeah. Tenuous, Makes sense. It. Makes sense. I and then it, it was, and then because it was, and then the reason they did bow buns, he said, and I actually quite like that they just did random stuff because it was 2021, it was a new year, a new challenge. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Tenuous. 21st birthday cake. What did you do on your 21st birthday, Harry? Great question. Where were you? Uh, what were you doing? How old would I have been? On your 21st birthday. <laughs> uh, man, I would have been at university, I believe. I think what happened was I got... I, I actually kind of remember now. I, I think... Had a few... I hadn't been... Because my birthday is in December, right? University year usually starts about October. Mm-hmm. Right? And... Uh, due to never-ending government incompetence i'm sure many people have experienced this but you always get your student finance your student loans about two months late for no apparent reason and this happened to me all the time so i was like so broke i had no money it's my 21st birthday i just go to uh our sort of local uni pub with my friends and they say we'll buy you drinks all night but we're not gonna buy what you want we're gonna buy what we want for you (laughs) uh so i was drinking all sorts oh god uh and i got very drunk and was sick i think i was sick classic so what about you isn't it i try to think what i did for my 21st i had like a I got strangely sentimental and had like a big family dinner in Aberdeen. So I had like a party with all my family. Yeah, we had this big dinner. In the Highlands. In Scot in Aberdeen. Uh, um with my mum and dad, my uh, then my granny was still alive, my granny got Yeah, so it was weird. With people that I, for the most part haven't probably haven't even seen since. Um and I remember getting quite a lot. I think, but then I think as a finishing student, because in my last year, or I just finished, I was like, oh, this is good because I got loads of money. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. so I think it paid off quite well. But um, so I don't remember having it. Oh, I think I had a cake with a guitar on it, maybe. Oh, classic. Classic so like rock star. Um, Did the person that make it uh, deliver it by hand and make it when they were there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, just ship it. Like, I know we must come. So yeah, so they had to make their twenty-first birthday cake or relive a moment from their twenty-first birthday. Yeah. Now Henry had just turned twenty-one mm-hmm. last year. Too young. Too young for me. And he did a three-tier raspberry, thyme, and roasted rhubarb. Yeah, and he did instead of doing like a. F- I liked what he did with the rhubarb around the edges. I think. Oh, that super thick icing, I think, is disgusting. And I sort of welcome someone doing something that doesn't rely on that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, 
they said it had a lovely texture, fresh, had a bit of a kick, and the buttercream was delicious. Yeah, that looked good. That looked just like a cake you would want to eat. Which yeah, it's not I agree a with bad that. thing. And it's not often you see, you know, rhubarb you put in a crumble. You don't often see it roasted popping up in a cake. So I thought that was quite nice. Yeah. Uh, then we had Nance. Who made... A road trip gone wrong. Yeah. Now, if I was holding up Nancy's story in a court of law, yeah. during the, the several tellings of the tale... It changed. It changed. The puncher... She got Went a, away. got a puncture and broke down. And broke down. Yeah. Ran out of petrol then it was. Well, and it's funny you say that because the initial one who said, oh yeah, I had a puncture and I broke down. I, I wrote, I reckon it's bullshit. And then later on, oh, the, it ran out of petrol and she didn't have a puncture. And then she was wearing a smock top and flares and she had bunches in her hair. And then later on, she's like, oh no, I didn't. And she didn't draw a smock top on her cake self so there's no inaccuracies in this story you know but it did make me want to have a black forest gato she had black forest gato and chocolate cream yeah well uh, her two cakes looks fantastic but then she did cover it in a massive thick layer of uh bright green icing which looks disgusting and she didn't like excuse me she didn't like Matt Lucas's jokes. No. Matt Lucas kept trying to make jokes, and she just looked visibly uncomfortable. There was also another part where Raul, between breaks where they had the talk to camera, Raul came over and gave her a hug, yeah. and she did not look happy about it. <laughs> yeah, she. So it makes me just think it's like because Raul had a big speech about the Bake Off family. Yeah, I love everyone. And I feel very much that like, Raul has created the Bake Off family. Everyone else is just like living their lives. Yeah. And he invites himself in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we've seen, no... if you listened to the last episode, you know uh, what he's like on Instagram, which is every yes. Bake Off alumni. Sliding into those comment sections. Every single one. He loves it. And at the beginning... Just to go back, he described all the bakers. He said, Nancy, we've got the most knowledgeable baker. Helena, we've got the most unique, I think he said. Henry, we've got the cutest baker, he said. (laughs) Which, again, just introed. That and the milk, it was like, all right, we're back in. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You never left. Give me him back. The cutest baker. And then we had Elena. Now, I like this. Yeah, She had one shtick, which is, I'm a goth. But here, she did my first witch's altar. Yeah. Edible tarot cards. Yeah. But it was chocolate cake with peanut butter. And she also did a blood candle. Yeah. that look, It looked really good, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And then when she, pre- I know <laughs> there's some excellent editing happened. Because when she presented it, she activated dry ice underneath it. <laughs> And then it cut, and there was no dry ice to be seen. (laughs) (laughs) So it makes me think they turned it on, and then somebody was like, fuck's sake. Either couldn't see anything, or it was like, oh, my asthma. You know, like... Yeah. You know what people are like these days. Yeah, Soft as shit. Yeah, exactly. PC gone mad. Can't can't light dry ice anywhere anymore. Um...
And then, oh, and then they all had to write uh, yes. what they wanted to burn from last year and get rid of it and send it yeah. to the spirits. That was good, and it lit up real nice. Yeah, it's it did. Cool, it was actually. Yeah, I really enjoyed really coated that. that with alcohol or something. Yeah. Um, and they said it was very original, very black. But she put the peanut butter in the icing, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And then they were like, we can't taste it. That looked good to me. That was so chocolatey. That was like Bruce Bogtrotter cake. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I liked that. Do you reckon you could eat a Bruce Bogtrotter cake? <sighs> and the rest. How much? <laughs> How much food did you eat over Christmas? Um, I actually, you know what? After I finished Christmas dinner, mm. I was so pleased with myself that I didn't overdo it. I was like very full, but I wasn't, yeah. you know, in pain, which can happen. Yes. Because I think with a Christmas dinner, there are so many different, aspects to it different parts of it and it's usually i don't know how you do it in your house but it's usually a sort of everything's on the table and you serve yourself Mm -hmm. which may you know you think you're having a small bit of everything but by the end your plate's a bloody pyramid you need to have even even smaller than that and then you've still got a massive dinner and i think i learned this year and i I made adjustments and I, d- I did a great job. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I don't know if we talked about it, but obviously found out just after we recorded the last episode that was not going to be able to see my parents. Yeah. Which meant, excuse me, which meant I ended up with, we were taking food to my parents. So we'd split the Christmas shop between my mom and dad's house and my Jess's house and... As a result, I ended up, we ended up with a eight-person turkey. I ended up with a 10-person cheesecake. And I also ended up with a six-person pork pie. Wow. Because um, in the Drummond household, we have, on Christmas Day, you have Buck's Fizz and pork pie for breakfast. Wow. And so as a result, in the space of three days, I ate a six-person pork pie yeah, and good in man. the four days, a a ten person cheesecake, which was a lot of food. So yeah, it was um, something so to do, though, of, isn't it? Chomping do, down it, yeah. all that grub. Yeah, exactly. Watch, uh, you know, I was going to say Noel's house party. <laughs> <laughs> watch Noel. <laughs> you know, watch watch TV, and then you just watch a bit of. You know, eat your cake, cheesecake. Did you at 10 what? At night. Did you what? Did you watch? Did are there any like go tos that you watch at Christmas? I don't really have that tradition. People always, you know, like oh, we always have to watch this. We have to watch that. I, wa- I actually watched films I'd never seen before. I'd never seen Trading Places. Watched Brilliant. that. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Never seen it. Uh, it's good. Uh, I watched Inside Out. Brilliant. It was on on. Boxing Day. Great film. Uh, what else have we watch? Yeah, you know, just Muppet Christmas Carol. I enjoy that whenever I see that. That's always probably the one. If if there was a film I had to watch over Christmas, it'd be that. Films I can do without, Home Alone. Oh, I love Home Alone. Do you? Oh, yeah. It's Macaulay, right? And he's Home Alone. So, yeah. think about that. <laughs> I haven't thought about it like that before, so maybe you're right. I need to give it another chance. 
Uh, what about in a Monaghan household? Are you watching? Uh, we'll watch Home Alone. Die Hard. We'll watch. I did watch Die Hard. It's. I yeah. feel like most of the films are like. I like to watch this, but it's not like a religious. We have to watch this on this particular day, because I know a lot of people are like Christmas Eve. We watch this. Christmas Day. We watch this. Then we watch. Yeah, my brother's girlfriend. We, yeah. She gets up at six AM and has to watch AM has to watch a nightmare before Christmas and a Muppet's Christmas Carol before she's allowed to open any presents or do anything. And it's like a tradition. So I think it was when she was a kid, her parents were like, Go downstairs and watch TV, we'll come down and we'll open her presents later. But now she's like, No, that's just what I have to do on Christmas Day. That's too much. That's too many films. Do you know what I mean? That early. So, I know. Pace yourself. Yeah, exactly. I got up at like 10, I think, on Christmas Day. Lovely. Lion. And I think the good thing about like the sort of classic Christmas canon, you know, Home Alone, your, yeah. these types of film, you've seen them a million times, so you can have them on in the background. You don't yeah. need to be watching. The warm glow of the Christmas film. Yeah. And then we had Raul. Oh, yeah. He said, when I was 21, I was in Calcutta. I really like plants and trees, but we had this small backyard that had big rats. Yeah. And it's gone on. <laughs> the rat on. story was sensational. <laughs> and so basically this is based on a Calcutta roof garden. Yeah. Is is the takeaway. But but then also like the engineering. Big, engineering. And he lived with it. Anyway, so it was mad. Um so I just wrote, whenever they came over to see Raul, he always just goes, hiya. <laughs> just the way he says it makes me laugh. Um, and it was here where we learned about, yeah, the Noel's first birthday cake and the butter. Um, he also said, uh, you give me the tent and no time restriction and I'd be a happy man. And I think if you just gave a series of tasks to Raul and left him in the bake-off tent and then just filmed it as like a sort of big brother style clip show i would watch that program yeah and he would never stop as well yeah exactly <laughs> just give him the challenges and the ingredients and just let him go and just watch what happens um and what do they say he said looks amazing very clever very artistic very role mm. um textures were good you're a very clever baker classic role really wasn't it we knew what was going to happen. Um, and that was it. That was it. And then the big dog won, Rahul. Big dog wins. Yeah, Rahul, he couldn't believe it, obviously. But Walked I mean, it, if part anything. of me is like, come on, mate, you know you're going to win this. Uh, and then they did a little old Lang Syne on the piano. Henry bashing out yep. the notes, which I enjoyed. I did. I, I like that. Um, and it was it, yeah. And this was the point where Rahul did his little... You know, 132 bakers. This is for the 132 bakers that have been on Bake Off. The fact that he knows that number. No, without the Bake Off, there's no, without the bakers, there's no Bake Off family. They became my family and mm. friends. Which is nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because but... before he had no friends except that old couple, if you remember right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like a matter of time before a restraining order comes out on Raul. Someone's going to be like, yeah. my Raul nightmare. And it's just, you know, 
him like gr- dropping grainy images. <laughs> yeah, grainy images outside the front door rolls there. Just with the front. Yeah, the tear. <laughs> um, so it doesn't even have all, but that was yeah, that was it. I enjoyed that. I did. I did enjoy the episode. I thought it was a nice way to round off the series. And uh, yeah, so thanks for thanks for that. I don't know if you want to reveal we are going to be continuing Baking Bad this year. Yeah. Because a show that has been often requested for us to cover. Yeah, and I would say is in the Bake Off universe. Yeah. Cinem- the Bake Off fan. cinematic universe. Yeah, exactly. Very much the stark enterprise of... Uh, and it's a show you love, Harry. Yeah. Uh, the Great Pottery Throwdown. Uh, and what I will say to you guys, yeah, you lovely people, if you're a big Bake Off fan, but you've never watched The Great Pottery Throwdown, this is the year. This is the time. How good was Bake Off this year in these trying times? It's comfort. And I tell you what, Throwdown is artistic, creative, and passionate. It's got so much that I think you'll enjoy. So, oh, that gave me goosebumps. That that little speech you did there. I'm excited about it now. It's great. It's great, and I think the judges, the main judge, is brilliant. Yeah, it, I think we're going to enjoy it and we're going to have fun with it. So tune in. So, so yeah, so check out. I don't know where you know where in the world you will be, uh, but the next series starts. This weekend. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, if you're in America, you might need to uh, try and, uh, you know. Now, episode one is cheese set in port chalices. Okay. Siobhan McSweeney. Is that that who we need to get? There's different people this year. Different people, yeah. Anyway, so we'll be back. Bacon Bad will be back. I don't know how we're going to have to call like Bacon Bad the pottery years or something like that, but we're going to have to figure out a name name change. Maybe we have to make some new artwork with that guy's face on it for these episodes. Off air conversation, probably. Never mind. Um, So we'll be back. We'll have some more episodes for you. So happy new year, one and all. Welcome to 2021. It's much like 2020. Um, I've been Ross Drummond. I've been Harry Monaghan. This has been Bacon Bad. Um, hope you enjoyed Sean. Sean sends his love. And we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Episode. Be back soon. Of Bacon Bad. Harry, Ross and Sean. That's us. They love you. Yes, we do. Bye for They love you. Yes, we do.